Oh, yes, it is time for another episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. I'm Jackson. And this time I'm not even going to play the here's a silence, you know, and that, you know, that person's not here. We did make the announcement a day ago, I think, two days ago. I think that would be three now. Is it three? (laughs) Shit, man. Wow. Time. Whew, man. (laughs) Lots of podcasting. Well, if you did not see on Twitter and Facebook and the blog post on ianhates.com, Ty has resigned from the show. Now, he is still working with the show off air, but he will not be doing anything on air anymore. So we just want to let everyone know that. Moving forward, we'll see what we're going to do. Plans are still kind of up in the air. Now, Jackson, I know we love the three-person dynamic, so I did invite someone to be on the show with us tonight, but he's kind of quiet when it's something that he's not used to. Like when he's in his band, very loud and very outspoken. But for right now, what are your feelings on Ty not being on the show? I'm so confused right now. (laughs) What is going on? I, I do miss the dynamic or trinamic, whatever you want to call it, oh, trio we had going on. I like but that. But I'm really confused on what you're talking about right now. Well, he's not what sitting right next to me. He's okay. actually, he's like in the call right now. So he's oh, not on okay. Skype. I totally get it. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so yeah, he's part of the show now. But yeah, we're going to miss time, man, for real. No, and sometimes that's just the way things happen. I mean, we did have a change before in the show. And that's just the way things go sometimes. So we will see about possibly getting a third mic, you know, a normal third mic. We might see how this dynamic goes. And then, like I said, we've got this guy who's out on tour right now. So he's got to join us by phone. Jackson, I know you're, you're dying to know who it is, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, what the hell is going on? It's I'm a surprise for Jackson, you. too. I did not go oh, over okay, this. There yeah. we, go. we had our, our prep show. I did not bring this Roy. up, correct? Right, right, right. Yeah. So the reason why I knew he would work out well on the show is because I asked him what music is like for him. So, hey, man, would you let Jackson know, and actually the audience, let the audience know how you feel about music. Fucking perfect. I don't know why. In the back of my head, I was like, I have a feeling that he's meaning something about Attila. Some sort of soundbite is about to come on. That is meant just to just to rustle my jimmies. That's exactly what you did, and I knew it. That <laughs> was wants very rem- cheeky. I will let you get away with that one. He wants to remain nameless, but he is out on tour, so he's going to chime in from time to time. Right. He must he, be very stressed. He has to pick up the slack because he knows, you know, how much we're going to miss Ty. You know, he offered his help, so I don't know. I'm good with it. Are you? No. <laughs> well, you know what? Too bad. It's Ian hates music. And we're <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> damn. Well, no, I that, hate music too. That is true. That is true. And by that we mean love, of course. Let's let him throw it to our first segment of the night, and we'll see how it goes. How about that? Oh gosh, I'm not gonna get used to this. Oh come on, I think you will. Here we go. <laughs> Are you ready, motherfuckers? Let's go. Perfect. What so this a- is the new thing, huh? This, this is how it's going to be from now on because I, I think I have a resignation letter oh, no. quickly too. I can't have two <laughs> resignation letters. We'll see how this show goes. Whatever, man. I'll roll with it. I mean, 
<sighs> for the fans, for the fans. It's always for the fans. It's always for the fans. So let's move into news, like we, like we mentioned. Now, we are living in a, what do you want to call it, a post-Barack Obama world. We have moved into the Trump regime, as some people are... <laughs> regime. <laughs> now, oh, we are not... That sounded awful. We are not a political show. You know, we did the show actually last week on election night. So it's very important to us, of course, but we're not a very political show. But one of the big things that obviously came out of the election, besides Trump winning, whatever, the, the Electoral College, maybe not the popular vote necessarily. You know, who knows? Nope. But the music industry and our scene especially was very vocal when everything was going down. So some, you know, news sites have gone ahead and like, compiled all the different tweets and whatnot that went out, you know, when everything was kind of going down. So we have a bunch here. There's some from Kane Hill, from Bring Me the Horizon, Billy Joel Armstrong from Green Day, like all that kind of stuff. Basically, I'm not sure if any of them were really that positive. No, that is 100% fact there none of it's positive and i don't think anybody with the brain looks at this positive i think at least there were some tweets that were more not positive to the outcome but positive as in like let's not lose hope right yeah which is honestly the best way to look at it i think rue from enter shikari wrote spread and then colon love compassion patience with others feminism climate science, and solidarity, regardless of skin color or origin or sexual destiny. Right, which isn't something anybody would have tweeted if someone else was elected president. Obviously, they're not, because see, when they do that, they don't want to spread hate and just add more hate to what went on in the election. So, you know, this is kind of a much better way of looking at it. Uh, like, for me, it's like I, I want to complain <laughs> about you know what happened with the election and stuff but obviously that doesn't do anything so then you know a right-minded person would look at this in a way like that where it's just like you know you just gotta keep your head up and keep trucking i mean keep on we trucking. just gotta deal with it keep on trucking so it's really cool to see things like that but not everybody was like that of course every there's a lot of people like oh no this is awful and stuff like that well let's ask our special guest what he okay. thought about it Exactly. I don't know if it could be summed up better than that, so we should probably move on. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe this is really happening. I don't know what you're talking about. I think this is a big coup for Ian Hayes music. And by the way, I think I said it on Twitter or Facebook or something today, but the only hate that is worth spreading is Ian Hates shows. That's it. <laughs> and that's an original. That is original. That is very original. TM. To all the haters out there, don't forget to continue to spread the hate of Ian Hate Shows. That's it. See. Oh, what a great plug that was. Shameless plug. Now here's kind of another sad story compared oh, yeah. to what we were doing recently as well. So Leonard Cohen passed away recently at the age of 82. Now, Jackson, did you get a chance to listen to any of his back catalog? I have. Um, not many though, I'll, you know, to be honest with you, of course, most people know him by Hallelujah, which is really that one and Suzanne, I believe were the only mm. songs that I actually 
enjoyed by him, but not really because I didn't like his other music, but, you know, it's a little bit out of my time. I think I just never, you know, got around to listening to him, but I do know that he's very well respected and a lot of the people in our genre, you know, look up to this guy. I mean, as a musician, you feel for him, you know, and, you know, I just glad just rest in peace. He made it a long way. That's for sure. Yeah, he did. My first time that I experienced Leonard Cohen's music was actually the track Everybody Knows, and that is the intro track and is also used a couple more times in the movie Pump Up the Volume. Now, Jackson, have you ever seen Pump Up the Volume before? No, sir. You need to put that on your fucking list. (laughs) All right? So that movie stars Christian Slater, and it's one of, for me, it's the top three, the trifecta, as we were talking about before, the trifecta of Christian Slater movies, which is True Romance, Heathers, and Pump Up the Volume. And Pump Up the Volume is what made me want to go into radio in the first place. I don't even know who Christian Slater is. Okay, you're off the show. You don't even have to (laughs) resign. You don't have to get the fuck off the show. It sounds familiar, but I just can't. No, uh, come on, you're kidding. There's no image that comes in my head when you say that. As one of the greatest actors of our time, that doesn't ring a bell? Oh, Jackson. The amount of hate you should get for What's that. his name again? Christian Slater. If you're, I'm gonna have to look. It if up. you're fucking with me, it's funny. Like it, it worked no, very I'm really well. No, really not. Wow. I'm looking at an image of him on Google right now, and I still don't recognize this man. New guy. Do you have anything to say about that? Oh god. <laughs> he's much better I'm, than you are. I'm even looking at all the movies he's in. Start and naming a few, like, by the way. No movie. What? No, start naming a few? Yeah, what do they have on his list right now? Okay, they got Mr. Robot, Heathers, True Romance, yeah. Broken Arrow, Pump okay. Up the Volley, what? Robin Hood, Interview with the Vampire. Christian Slater's uh, a huge actor. I, I'm just Yeah, I'm, no, shocked. I'm looking at that list. He's in a shit ton of movies. I'm just shocked. Okay, so you have homework now, Jackson. <laughs> Seriously. So you need. Oh, he was in a Jimmy Neutron movie. Okay, I can relate to that. Uh, of course you could. all right so here you have plenty of time you go ahead and i'm going to tell you true romance which was an original quentin tarantino movie by the way so i like tarantino movies this was like his first he just didn't direct it he wrote it heathers Mm -hmm. and then also pump up the volume which is really seriously what got me into radio and podcasting and which is the number one like if i could only pick one of them which one would you say I love, love, love Heather so much, but in the context of the show, watch Pump Up the Volume. I'll watch Heather's then. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Pump Up the I Volume. Have to do the opposite. It's all about freedom of speech, and it's about a kid that moves into a town and he's going to high school and he makes an underground radio show that catches on. And he like masturbates on or pretends he's masturbating on the show and he has like all this stuff but it's all about freedom of speech and about how he can change things for people it's fucking great interesting very interesting i'll make sure to watch that movie alone yeah i wouldn't watch this with your parents (laughs) (laughs) even though it is still an 80s movie i still wouldn't watch it with the parents right okay all right so anyways leonard cohen that is the opening track and that's the first time that i got introduced to leonard cohen so that will always hold a special place in my heart and then also obviously hallelujah was the huge track that many many people have done covers of and everything and it's you know on on snl 
they had Kate McKinnon as Hillary Clinton opening up the show on a cold open, playing piano and singing Hallelujah. You know, I'm actually glad we brought this up because, well, of course, I'm well, not. Of course, you're glad. I'm not glad that you know he passed away. My prayers go to him, but I'm glad we brought this up because I actually learned something. I did not Finally. know that he was the original singer of Hallelujah. And it's funny because recently, this is before I even heard he died. I have been nonstop listening to the song Hallelujah well, by while I can tell video you, by, games and shit. What? Watch. <laughs> say it. Just say it. Just say it. I bet you guess it. Jeff Buckley. No. What? Jason Castro. Oh. I've been listening to his version Come of it. Come on now. Everyone knows Jeff Buckley's version was amazing. I didn't hear it. I just I've been oh, listening to Jesus Jason Christmas. Castro's version version. <laughs> <laughs> and I honestly thought that that was the original. I'm not even kidding. And then I just recently found out it was a cover. More homework for you to do. My adolescence shows, man. Yeah, I'm, seriously. I'm a, I'm a yeah. punk. Look up the Jeff Buckley version of Hallelujah. And then also, I wanted to mention another amazing cover of Hallelujah. So if anyone remembers, One-Eyed Doll was on Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition. And it was Kimberly Freeman and Jason Sewell, Kimberly went ahead and put out her own cover of Hallelujah after Leonard Cohen passed. And that one, holy shit, the feels. It just yeah, gets you. That was so good. It gets you right in the heart. So, anyone who hasn't heard that, check out their Twitter, check out their Facebook. They have links. It's very, very, very worth your time. I agree. All right. Well, we have a lot of kind of depressing stories to go through today in news, unfortunately. They're not all positive. No. Actually, I don't think any of them are positive. The last story, I think, yeah, is Yeah, just the last one. Yeah, I think the last one. So let's get these out of the way then. Yeah, so Dan Lampton from Real Friends recently let out a about three to four page statement on his current mental illness status. And this isn't just you know, him telling everybody this is what he goes through and, you know, everyone can get through it. And, you know, the same old cliche, this was him actually expressing how serious it is and to the fact where they're even having to postpone a tour. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is a very, this is a very serious thing. Of course, I don't wish mental illness upon anybody or, you know, I don't care who you are. I don't feel like anyone deserves that. But for him to come out bravely and admit to the thousands or who knows how many people follow real friends and him to admit that to everybody. I really hope that he gets through this and I'm sure he will. But I hope this also sets an example for other people who are fans of him and that can see that this is not something you just hide and think that there's something wrong with you for and you just keep it to yourself and then hate yourself for it. He is setting a really good example for, and I've gained so much more respect for Dan Lampton and the band Real Friends. I've always enjoyed them, but this really put them on a whole new level. Um, I actually, Real Friends and Wonder Years and all of them actually came through Dallas just this past Friday, and my friend got to go to the show, and my friend told me that he actually took 20 minutes out of the show to talk to everybody about mental illness and crazy stuff going on in the U.S. as of now. So they've taken on a really big role you know, the do-gooders, uh, I, I don't know if you want to say it, but, you know, respect to them. I mean, I am I hope he gets better. Let me ask you this before I go on to the other stuff. Was that 20 minutes away from music that they'd be playing? I believe so. Oh. He told me it was around 20 minutes. So how long was their set? Like three songs plus a 20-minute talk? You know what? That's a good question. 
just I would check on that because that's the only thing that's a little bit weird to me is if I was paying for a show and I wanted to see real friends play, I probably wouldn't want a PSA. See, I think we agree on everything, but except this for that is one. one thing. Except, <laughs> well, I agree, but then again, sometimes I don't. Oh my god, he agrees with like, me. I prefer obviously a band to just you know play the songs, but it doesn't bother me at all if a band feels like they need to take time out of their set to talk to everybody. And right now I'm looking at the set list for when they played in Dallas, and yep. they played 14 songs. Whoa, hey. So well, then I don't think they well, had time. I think that's the thing then. So that feels to me like it was an added 20 minutes and not 20 minutes that was taken away from the music. You see what I mean? Very possible. That's that's my thing is, sure, if you're going to add on 20 minutes to talk about this on time that you wouldn't normally play music, then that's awesome. That is great. I'm just thinking of, I read through that entire, like I remember when I got the Facebook ping and I yeah. read through the entire statement. It hurt. Yeah, yeah it was, like, it was crazy. Was sad. I thought the most interesting part of it was that he specifically mentioned that he was drinking a lot and you know doing different drugs allegedly. I believe. I think he said no, weed he, at least, he, right? He, yeah, no, he did he, say it. Yeah, yeah, he mentioned that he did weed and, yeah. and drugs. That and was, drugs. Yeah. Yeah, that was man. So was he rough. he mentioned that he gave it up, thinking that that might be the reason why he was you know he gave up the excess and he gave up the actual drug and drinking itself. And that still didn't make him better. And I thought that was an interesting thing because a lot of people will often blame that, but then they won't actually give it up because that will be what they blame. You see what I mean? So this one, he took a step to try and get better, realized that that wasn't it, didn't go back to it, and just let the cycle continue. He realized, hey, I need to get help and maybe other people need to think about it this way too. There is other help out there that you need to get sometimes. Right. And that's what and, I like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's not in any way, shape, or form saying that just because you do drugs doesn't mean that that's the problem or anything. Right. I, of course, I'm sure he's not condoning drugs or weed or alcohol or anything, and neither am I, but I feel like the definition of mental illness is not something that is caused by maybe drugs and alcohol. I feel like that's something that it doesn't matter what you're doing, it will get you. And sometimes stopping, I mean, to be, you shouldn't smoke and do weed or drink alcohol <laughs> or do any of that stuff, regardless. You I can mean, do whatever you just, want. You That's know. what I'm saying. Right. Like you can do it, but it's, of course, it's not recommended, but that is sure. not going to be the reason for a mental illness. Not that all the time. the reason right. for other things. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. And yeah, <laughs> but yeah. For him to admit that was really well put. He, you know, he got into details. That way it doesn't just look like, you know, he is above anybody. Like he admitted, you know, what he's doing, what he's done, and he is completely exposing himself. Yeah, I think that's what I liked was the amount of detail given for mm-hmm. it. And it wasn't preachy either. Nope. And that's something I enjoy as well. So yeah, wish him nothing but the best. That's for sure. And it's got to yep. be tough for him, even though this probably lifted a little bit of a weight off of his chest to say that to everyone and then have such a positive outpouring of support from people as well. I'm sure that's helped in a way, but to have to continue on on these shows and Mm. then have to cancel an entire tour, like he knows he needs help. And I think this is going to be the time for him to get it. So I applaud that for sure. 
I agree. And and if anyone is any into like gaming or anything like that, he actually has a Twitch channel that he does on the side. He actually plays a lot of games like Overwatch and stuff like that. So if anybody wants to follow him, you know, you can, you know, hit him up on there. You can support him there. I mean, he he's doing stuff. You can tell he's finding things to keep him sidetracked because this is a recent thing that he just started doing. Right. So, you know, hit him up. All right. Next one. Maybe we should have put this together with the election little bit that yeah. we had. But uh, the band Paris has gone ahead and released these limited edition shirts that if you buy them, they go to charity. Now, they limited the amount, and I'm pretty sure they're all gone. So we might be a little yeah. bit late on this. 250 units. Right. But if you're a fan of Paris and they do still have some stuff, go to their website and check it out because the donations are going to be going to a good cause. So if you are anti-everything that's going on and you like the charities that they're donating to, then what better way to get a limited edition shirt as well for your troubles, you know? Right. The the charity they picked is ACLU, I believe, and that stands for American Civil Civil Limits Union, something like that. And it's apparently <laughs> like to defend, you know, bullshit or something like that. You're showing your age tonight. What is it, Ian? What? The ACLU. How have you not heard about the ACLU before? Oh, Jackson. Because I'm a rookie, man. I'm a rookie. I guess so. I, I have my flaws. <laughs> It's making me laugh. I'm sure it's making the audience laugh. I can only hope oh, it is. Yeah. I can only hope it is. At least everyone knows that you're smarter than Jackson. It's American Civil Liberties Union. That's what you see. You screwed me up when you said that. What L did you use? I think I said limited. Yeah, that's that fucked me up. So I was like, wait a second. It's definitely not limited. But yes. I'll tell you why I said that, though. See, I'm, re- I'm right now studying. For a health insurance license deal. Oh. And I'm learning about limited insurances at the time. And I was studying before I got on the show. So I had limited already in my head. Gotcha. So poof. Well. Bam. It's American Civil Liberties Union. It doesn't matter anymore. Get lost. I don't want to hear it. No, no, no. Out of all the ones. I told you it was happening. I told you it was (laughs) happening. Out of all the ones, not that one. I warned you last week. I warned you last week. You did say that, actually, didn't you? Fuck yeah, I did. I'm a podcasting genius. You do understand that, right? Uh, Yeah, I totally get that. I'm just going to talk like this so you know that I'm serious. (laughs) We're going to start picking up some pace with a little bit better stuff right now. So how about this one, Jackson? One of your favorites, right? Yes, 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 it is. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking about riffraff, right? Oh, unfortunately. Okay, and there goes Ian. Anyways, riffraff, aka Jody High Roller, has revealed that he would play at Donald Trump's inaugural, inaugural, yeah, say inaugural. That again. There you go. Inaugural. See, <laughs> it just takes me a while, but I do get it. That was good. Inaugural ball for a price of fifty thousand dollars. Thank you. That was a fail moment. But um. Yeah, I hope um, Trump Trump pulls this off, man. I feel like he'd get a lot of people on his side if he gets riffraff up in there. What do you think? No, no Who's questions. Who's riffraff? Okay. Who is that? I forgot. I forgot about that. Is he a country I had a music star? You're say that. Country music? No, he's not. What, why would you say that? What type of music? Are you serious? Yeah. Why would I know? What should we do? Isn't he's not in the scene? He's definitely not in the scene. But you, okay, but that's like saying, um, who's Taylor Swift? 
you know, he's not in our, she's not in our scene, <laughs> but you know what music she is or she plays. Wow, you are so tongue tied. <laughs> you know what I mean? Riff Raff, he's a rapper. Okay. 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 <laughs> so yeah, fuck Riff Raff and whatever he wants. I don't, I don't give a he shit. He follows me on Twitter. Okay? Does he really? I'm not kidding you. Wow. Yeah. I'll tell you a fun Twitter story. Oh gosh. Guess who liked one of my posts? Ronnie Radke. I wish. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I don't. No, uh, Spencer from Under Oath. What? Yeah. Fuck yeah! You're right. Lying. No, I'm not. Go check my Twitter feed. It was when I bought the Under Oath, Bring Me the Horizon, and Bear 2 show. Yeah, the tickets. Yeah. He was totally happy that I bought them. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need to buy those. I need to see if I can get them on the show. Dude, that would be insane. That's the plan. And he does podcasts. I've I've heard him on podcasts. Yeah. I think he can do this one. To call in a few favors. Oh, my gosh. To get under... That would be insane. Oh no, I really need to buy. How much were the tickets, by the way? Forty. I'm sure it's different per venue. Yeah, it's different. I'm sure it's like a ballpark range. It's around forty or so, forty-five, somewhere around there. Almost fifty with taxes and all that kind of shit. I really need to get my tickets. They already sold out a show. I'm not surprised. In New York, I believe. Yeah, they had to add a second show. That's that lineup. Oh my god. Yeah, it's three amazing bands. How can you go wrong? Yeah, those are. I mean. I don't. I don't even have to get into it. I mean, all those three bands are very well respected. Everybody knows that. Well, we'll anyway, talk about it later, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just completely forgot that was a lineup, and when you mentioned that, I was like, "Oh shit, that's actually really a thing." That would be amazing to get any of them on the show. They are goals. So look, all you haters out there, if you can help out in any way, if anyone has any indirect roads to them, you know, I'm gonna do a really great conversation with any one of them. So just let me know. Yes, sir. All right, so let's get into another Avenged Sevenfold story. Oh, gosh. I forgot <laughs> I forgot we've been doing it on like the last two weeks. There's well, always something, isn't there? Well, you know what's funny? I was looking specifically for Asking Alexandria stories, but I didn't see any, like none whatsoever. Do you think that's done? I'm hoping it is, but just because I think everyone loved it so much, let's pretend like they have a story and let's play this. <laughs> I'm letting you know right now the sound bites are perfect this episode. Thank you. I worked very hard on this. <laughs> All right. Back to Avenged Sevenfold. So Shadows did a interview somewhere. I don't I actually don't even know where because I didn't listen to it. It was a radio it. station. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Probably one of those like the only rock in whatever city. <laughs> the only K-R-W-W-X-C-Y place. KRWXCY radio coming at you once again through KRWCY. <laughs> The, that only, kind of shit. the only place that really rocks, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, because there are no other places that ever rock. You know, in this interview, he went ahead and said that Warner Brothers, I believe, is their previous label, right? Correct. So they are going to be releasing a best of. It's going to be called like the best of 2005 to 2013. And I guess what happened was when Jericho let the fake date out about when the stage was going to come out, they were going to try and undercut the sales by 
by releasing this best of so that casual Trolls. fans, yeah, so that casual fans would be like, wait a second, is this the album? Is this the album? I don't know which one to get. That's fucked up. Is, is this is it still happening, or was this like a like a thing that just came up and well, they like now knowing about it or? From what I know, and he said they're not promoting it. Obviously, like they, they they're like fuck them. Yeah, he said that was childish. Yeah, to child, be exact. childish. that was stupid. <laughs> it, I guess, technically, it's smart on Warner Brothers' part to get some money while they still can, but it's still a shitty move. I mean, we all know that. It's not in good intentions. No, absolutely not at all. Yeah, so it's probably still going to happen. I'm going to guess maybe it comes out around Christmas. That way, would you get it? No, absolutely not. Why would I? Yeah, I don't. I don't see the point in it yet. I don't know what I would consider best of in those years. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Actually, I think I have all those albums. I do. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I'm sure you listen, you jam those, but it's whatever. Well, I wanted to like them. Like Persona. Every time they had a new album out, I wanted to like it. It just didn't happen that often. That That's sucks all. when you want to like something so bad. Because you know you give it like that edge, like... You will let all the flaws go by and everything. So if you like something so bad and you like you want to like it so bad and it still sucks, it must really fucking suck. Yeah, that's the tough part. That is very much yep. the tough part. But I did like this statement from the story. It said, at the end of 2015, so not even this year, not even the end of 2016, at the end of 2015, that's when Event Sevenfold told Warner Brothers that they would not render their services to the label anymore. And that's when, remember, we were talking about, like, what's that seven-year rule? Well, I guess yeah. it's a citing section 2855 of the California Labor Code. And basically what it says is it limits the duration of personal services agreements to seven years. So that's what they're going by. So that's that seven years that they're with them till 2015, you know, from 2005 2015 i guess they maybe had a little extra time in there who knows this lawyer stuff but they're citing that they don't want to be with them anymore because of that rule now i don't know how legal that is but i remember right. them mentioning that before as well hmm. so Interesting. yeah we'll see see what happens i mean event sevenfold also kind of hinted that the stage was a almost like an ever learning like an ai type album where there would be new yeah. tracks released Within like a certain like they might even have new tracks by December, mm -hmm. so that's pretty crazy. If they put another like three tracks out that are all six minutes long, like that's gonna be the longest album. I don't know where they're getting the time or the ability to do all that. It'd be cool though. Do you still listen to the stage? Nope. Really? You really? haven't gone back to it? Mm -mm. No. No, I have not. It's okay. Neither have I. <laughs> but you were talking about the whole time about how you were never going to stop listening to that. Yeah. See. It's weird because I really, really enjoyed it at the time. But recently, I just kind of stopped listening to it. I don't know what it is. Well, look, in the position that we're in as well, and I'm not going to call this a job, but there are lots of things that go into doing these shows. And one of them is we dedicate a lot of our time to the new stuff that we're going to be talking about every single week. Plus, True. and I'll, I'll apologize to many bands, actually, that have sent me music that I have not had the time to listen to yet. My apologies. Please continue sending it because I love it, especially when we find amazing bands to share on the show. It just happens that we are so backed up. There's so little time, and we really do go through this stuff a lot to get this stuff done correctly. Yep. 
not calling this a job necessarily. It's just a well, lot we of work. work. So it's like yeah. hard because, you know, we're at work. We, we both have full-time jobs. Exactly. Plus going to concerts all the time. And I'm doing other podcasts other than this one, too. Plus, yeah, use, Ian, use a busy man. Plus, Ian hates music conversation edition as well. Like, there's a lot yeah. of stuff going on. So, we're gonna have plenty more news as it pertains to the lawsuit and everything. See, and I think this is the best announcement we have. Is that yeah. Hopes Fall have announced that they have signed with Graphic Nature slash Equal Vision, and that they will have a new album coming out in 2017. And I guess. Their old albums are available in special edition vinyl. Yeah, that's it's the only positive thing we've talked about so far, I guess. Pretty much, besides you know <laughs> having our special guest star and everything. This, okay, you know, that's oh yeah. He, he you really like to get under me, don't you? Get under my skin. I like to have quality on the show. <laughs> that's, that's this is a top tier guest. You you don't know what we went through to get this. Yeah, man. this was tough. This was very tough. He's <laughs> like I said, off stage. He's a very like personal person. So, I completely understand. Yeah. All right. Well, I think on that high note of Hope's Fall, because I am excited to hear new stuff from them, let's move on to new songs and let's have the new guy pass it off. This is your wake up call. Get it together. Let's go. Awesome. That was an obscene gesture, Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you noticed. I did. All right, so we are on new songs now, and we have a brand new track from Mayday Parade. It's called The Problem with the Big Picture is That It's Hard to See, and that's off the reissue of Tales Told by Dead Friends. So once again, they're going back to the long titles. And I think the song fit in pretty well with the ep i mean it's it's a mayday parade song right yeah it's i mean it's nothing it's not it's not a bad song it's actually a really good song but it's nothing new like you know how it is considered a new song it doesn't feel like one right you get what i'm saying if you loved mayday parade so much that you got the reissue of the vinyl you'd be like oh this is cool it's remastered remixed and then here's a new track great Right. But would you say, because of the new track, I'm going to go buy this new vinyl? No. Exactly. But it, it's it's in no way, like, like I don't want to say this in, like, a negative way. It's just it's just nothing that new. I mean, Like I said earlier, it's a new song, but it doesn't feel like one. To be honest, that's probably what they were going for. They wanted right, yeah, something they want to fit to with that. that. <laughs> they wanted something to fit with that particular EP. But, yeah, I would say go check it out for sure. No reason mm-hmm. not to. Especially if you're a huge, song. yeah, if you're a huge Mayday Parade fan, you're definitely gonna love the song. There's no doubt about that. See, next up, it is nearly the holidays, so you know bands are going to start remaking Christmas songs. So Four Years Strong, who are gonna be out on tour, they might even be out on tour right now. Yeah, I think they're with Good Charlotte and Story so far. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think they're on that tour. They just went ahead and they did a cover of the song from Home Alone. Somewhere in my memory. Do you get a chance to listen to it? I did. It wasn't that good. <laughs> it was fine. It was <laughs> Yeah, it was good, but I mean it's just not I won't be hearing it again. Like yeah. I heard it, it's cool to hear, <laughs> like, you know, for that time. Right. It's like a minute and forty five second song. And then it's like, okay, well, I heard that. 
you know? Okay. I think the reason why bands put out these kind of Christmas covers is because I think they imagine the, like, 12-year-old kid who's listening to the music with their family and saying, like, oh, I really want to share my music with the family. This is a track that we could actually get on. I'll tell you, I did the same thing. Can you guess what Christmas track I made my family listen to, like, every Christmas? I would do it now, too. I Actually, I'm going to do it this Christmas, too. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's a cover I'm talking about. Oh, I know. I have no idea. Oh, okay. I think, and we might do a more of a bit on this in the future, you know, coming up to the holidays and everything. But for me, my number one Christmas cover song is All I Want for Christmas by My Chemical Romance. Really? Oh, it's so fucking good. I didn't expect that one. It's so good. You know, that cover of Madonna, I guess. I don't know. I don't listen to Madonna. <laughs> I couldn't tell you one Madonna song. Yes, you song. do. Shut up. You're lying. <laughs> oh, man. Works out perfectly. It gets me to shut up. That's why you do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So that's Christmas. We'll, we'll talk more about that. The holidays are coming up. We'll have to decide on what we're going to do for all that kind of stuff. But I know we have some big surprises on their way. All right. Next one. Thieves have released Drag Me Into the Light off their upcoming album, No Motive. That comes out on 1125. So that's a day after Thanksgiving, right? Yes. Yes, it is. Yep. I don't know why it took me a while to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's on Revival Recordings. So they are aggressive pop punk. I like this. The only thing that was interesting to me was the very, very long intro to the music video. It was weird. Yeah, it was a very long, weird. long intro. But I like these guys and I'm looking forward to seeing what this album is like. I haven't heard a lot of aggressive pop punk lately. I think this is a good step, and I like to I like to hear what else they have. And you know how much I love Revival Recordings, so. Yeah, Revival Recordings has a lot of good bands out, and Thieves is just another one of the good ones. I mean, now, one question. Texas was Drag Me Into the Light, <laughs> is that a new song, or did they just release a new music video for it? I think it's a new music video, I think. Because okay. I haven't heard I just it. heard the song. This was the first time I heard the song as well. So I put it on here just so we can talk about it anyways. Because I don't think we had a chance to mention Thieves yet on the show. So I wanted to make sure that people know they can go ahead and pre-order for the day after Thanksgiving. Because that's when their new album, No Motive, comes out. Well, cool. Yeah, it's, it's they're a good band. I really enjoyed this track. The music video, a little strange, but it was good. Yeah. It, you know, it's a, it's a theme. It's not just your basic punk you know, music video where it's just them jamming out in like a room or something. It actually had, you know, I don't know if you want to say meaning behind it, but it had, you know, a story. Right. So, I, you know, it was really fun to watch. And that's what I want to see. I wonder if there's some type of concept to the album itself. I could see it. Because if they're also calling it No Motive and they're going with whatever like kidnapping weirdness that was happening in the <laughs> video, maybe there's way more to the story that they're going to be going through. That's true. And I feel like Revival Recordings is the record that will help them put a great concept album out, just like they have with other bands. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Last one. We've got Sienna Skies with Divided. Their new album, A Darker Side of Truth, is coming out on December 2nd on In Vogue Records. Now, I just saw this. Maybe this isn't a brand new track, but I just saw it come up on my feed before, and I was like, oh, shit. Sienna Skies is going to have a new record. So... I liked it, but I also like Sienna Skies. So I've never heard of Sienna Skies what? before I heard this single. 
Well, let me take that back. I've heard of them, but I never listened okay. to them. I will tell you right now, Divided, to me, is one of the best songs I've heard this year. What? Out of all the bands. And I'm really upset of how good it is because you can't <laughs> buy it on iTunes or anything. Like, there, I don't think there's... <laughs> I mean, they they deserve it. I, I was even, you know, and I don't mean to dog on them or anything, but I was listening to their older stuff and I didn't really get into it. It's this song and I hope that their new album is in the direction of this song because it's not that their older music was bad. Sure. But I don't feel like I would get attached to their older music. You this can... song I fell in love with. I really did. Well, you can see why some of their old stuff would probably get caught in the shuffle sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I'm a fan. But I understand. I like this track as well. And I am seeing because it is a little bit different than their previous it's very work. Different. Yeah. So it's more mature. The, the vocals is so much more stronger. I mean, I I love it. I know they lost some members as well, so that could have mm -hmm. like kind of an effect on it. Well, let's see how the new album does, I guess, because we'll talk about it on the show. See. Well, I think that does it for new songs. Yeah. So I think yes, now sir. we're going on to tours, right? Yes, sir. This is your wake of call. Okay. Get it together, let's go. I love our special guests so much. How long did it take you to do this? A fucking long time. I'm glad it took you a long time. But, I hope it drained you. I hope it mentally and physically hurts you. But the quality is there, though. You have to admit. <laughs> <laughs> the quality is there. The quality shows, whatever. Okay, I, I, I can give you that one. That's all that matters. All right. <laughs> Don't do another one. Okay, that's great. Well, he has more that you haven't heard. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah he yeah. still has a lot to say. Yeah, exactly. So tomorrow night, I am going to see Mayday Parade with Modern Chemistry on the Tales Told by Dead Friends 10th Anniversary show. So that's a big thing. Definitely. Lucky. Yep. I will have a whole review for that show, obviously, next week. And then also, I remember talking about this on the show probably a couple months ago, maybe somewhere around there. But the second edition of the punk rock karaoke that i mentioned is happening on friday so if there's anyone here listening in massachusetts and can get to cambridge massachusetts which is right outside of boston at the middle east nightclub they are doing punk rock karaoke again so that is the band will have two full sets that they will go ahead and put out a ton of tracks that they're going to be playing live and then you can put your name in for a chance to sing whatever song it happens to be, and then you get to get up on stage and sing real karaoke. I wish they had that in Texas. That sounds so cool. Let's just start it. Why don't we just do it? Yeah. It'll be Ian Hates Music presents Punk Rock Karaoke. It's fine. I feel like that would actually work. You know all the fucking clubs down there. Yeah, like especially in Elm Street. This would, I mean, honestly, if anyone started that down here, that would really work. We just I really gave them the, the music's. <laughs> yeah, well, that's okay, because I would be thrilled to be a part of that because like the music scene down here is incredible and i know people would dig that a lot dude do it it's a lot of fun like i was surprised because i don't care about regular karaoke because most of the time i hate all the songs that are being played but this one you pretty much love every track i saw this one thing called emo night 
and it's kind of like that, but it's not to where you get up and sing. No. It's like a DJ that plays just yes. old music, so it's kind of like you're at a club, but instead of them playing you know, music you don't catch yourself listening to, it's our music, and I think that's so cool. Yeah. And New that's York, as close as I've heard around here. California has it, New York has it, and Boston has it too. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> you need to start these things. Yeah, I'm going to have to start this. That's another thing. You're like, yeah, well, we have that too, Jackson. Maybe we can promote it as a show and there we go. might be a sponsor. Yeah. yeah That'd be sick. Yeah, there we go. Spread the word about the show and get fun music and everyone drunk singing. Yeah, why not? I'd be a good DJ. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. No, you wouldn't. And you know it. Nope. You'd be playing Coldplay and 21 Pilots. <laughs> Only the old stuff. And Riff Raff. <laughs> Only the old stuff. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Now, do you have any shows coming up? I actually don't. I'm actually really bummed out. I I really suck. Let's yes. put it like that. True. This last Friday passed by. I missed Wonder Years, Real Friends, Knuckle Puck, uh, Moose Blood. I missed Emma Rosa. What? I missed... You're a ridiculous um, person. I missed another really big thing, too. And I'm really upset about that. Like, for real. Oh, by the way, we actually left... A tour out. No, we didn't. Oh, no. We haven't even got to tours. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to tours. <laughs> but there is one that we have to add in there. I'll, oh, I'll okay. say it at the well, end. Well, that is good. Okay. Well, let's My get bad. to tours since we're already there anyways, right? So brand new tour, actually be announced today, is Senses Fail is going to be playing the entire Still Searching album, and they're going to be touring with Counterparts, Movements, and Like Pacific. That's a pretty damn good tour. Now, I personally am not a huge fan of Still Searching. I think it's a good album, but that is not the one I would want to see them tour completely live with. But since I did get to see them with Sum 41, I know how good they are live, and I bet you they pull that one off really well, and it's worth going to see. And the support bands are great, yeah, too. Yeah, they are. They are very good. That is an interesting, interesting show that I'm going to try and make. Yep. Now, I think the rest of these tours are pretty much winding down. We've got the New Era Tour with Farewell, My Love. The Funeral Portrait, and Matt Skagem. We've got Alteris and Young Medicine. I believe they're closing out this week as well, or next week. Then Argus Burns Red, the 10-year anniversary tour of Messengers with Protest the Hero in Heart's Wake and 68. You've got those limited engagements in December with King 810. You've got the Hella Chuggy Pop Punk Tour with Bad Case of Big Mouth, which should be finishing up soon as well. And then, like I said, for next week, I've got the Hands Like Houses, the Color Morale, Out Came the Wolves, and Our Last Night Show. Plus, I've got the Thanks Killing Fest as well with Ice Nine Kills, It Lives, It Breathes. And then I'm excited because we have local post-hardcore band because we were talking about, hey, where's the local scene and everything? I found one, Eyes on Satellite are playing that show as well, and I got a chance to listen to music, and I am a big fan now. So I'm very excited to be talking with them when they come to the show as well. So all of that's going on, as well as Palisades being out on tour right now as well. So Jackson, you had mentioned there's something else? Yes, there is. The Incubus tour, man. You know why I'm not mentioning that? Because I'm mad that they're still not on the East Coast. <laughs> so you just completely yep. disregard that it exists? I'm angry. Well, they're coming to Dallas, and it's them. It's Famous Last Words, The Funeral Portrait, yeah. and Versus Me. And they are coming to Dallas December 18th. 
But here's my issue. Are you ready for this? Oh, no. Oh, no. Jackson, don't on tell December, me. No, 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 no. Listen to this. On December 18th is for today, Norma Jean and Silent Planet. Who? Um, yeah. And I'm so sorry, but well, this you is saw, a farewell show. And this yeah. is, by the way, for today's last show ever. Right. I'm not talking about yeah, this you're is the on last the, tour. Right. This is the last concert they will ever you know, do. Dallas is the last date they have. Right. Now, you also saw Famous Last Words live. I this, did. This year. Like, not too long ago. Right. Like, literally a month ago. Even though the funeral portrait is great in concert, if you have to make that choice, I understand why you're doing it. <laughs> I do. Especially because you miss Silent Planet at Warped Tour. I love Silent Planet so much. That is literally top three favorite bands of all time right now. And and they're friends of the show, too. Yeah. By you the know, way. We had Garrett Russell on one of our shows. So, everyone, go check that out. Shameless plug. By the way, can you believe that I remembered that? That was, like, your first show on here. Oh, yeah. That was my first show. Yep. See, look at that. Look how great. Oh, shit. Yeah. But because of that, that means that you have to go talk to Garrett Russell and say hi from me. For sure. Because I know you actually go talk to bands <laughs> at shows. So I do. Yes. So you need to mention and say how great they're doing and everything. Their album is still on the top of the list for me. It's probably my number two, not to spoil anything coming towards the end of the year. I think I know the number one. I think I know it. I bet you don't. I bet you I do. If, okay, I will let you get one shot at it right now. And if you get it right, I'll tell you. But if you get it wrong, it's I'm going to tell you it's wrong. But you only get one shot. Well, I'm going to preface it first by saying another band, and then I'm going to go on to who I think it is. Okay. As much as you love them, I know you have to be honest with yourself, and it's not Devil Wears Prada. It's not Transit Blues. It's not. There we go. Okay, so that's that's fine. I think your favorite album right now I think your favorite album is Famous Last Words, The Incubus. Nope. Fuck! Damn it. Nope. All right, interesting. Interesting. All right. Yep. Hmm. Actually, you know what? Chicken butt. Did this album come out this year? <laughs> <laughs> I just so remembered. I, I started thinking about it now. I'm almost 100% sure it came out this year, though. Okay. <laughs> it did come out this year. And I will give you one hint. Are you ready for this? They are a friend of the show. Interesting. Yeah. yeah they oh, are a friend of the show. I know who it is. Did you just try and fool me by saying, oh, wait, I don't remember if this came out this year? No, I really did oh, okay. forget All right. that well, it then, came out this year. Because I was about to say Wolves at the Gate, but you would have known it came out this year because we just literally talked about it. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. You know what? Reese. We don't need to go through this now. I will get it. I will get it. <laughs> But we'll talk about I, I just want all the listeners right now to be like, fuck, what album is it? What is it? What is it? And there are lots of bands to choose from then. So that's yeah, what so makes it's it tough. of the show and it's not Silent Planet. So poof. Well, I think now it's time to move on to our favorite part of the show, album reviews. See. Let's get to reviews. That's my new thing now. Album reviews. <laughs> Let's start off with Conspire. 
They released the scenic route, route, however you want to say it, <laughs> in Vogue Records. Ian's already laughing at me, so I can already tell that he says it in a way that I don't say it. Correctly, I say it. Okay. No, there's no correct way. It's route or route. It doesn't matter. It's route, motherfucker. Get used no, to it. No, it's not. Yes, That's it not is. true. It doesn't matter. It's a double. They, it's, a, it's, it's one of those way, words that you can say twice. So or yeah, twice. You can say ways. it twice, yes. <laughs> okay. It's like fucking... It's like fucking Beetlejuice. <laughs> okay, never All right. mind. So you're going to tell me that you're going to say on Route 66? That's how you're going to do it? You're going to say Route 66? I say 66? Route. Well, there you go then. So why didn't you say but in the first place? But you could say Route 2. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. That's, that's why I gave everyone you know, the little leniency and I said Route. Because some people say Route and that is correct also. No. All right. So <laughs> Conspire with the Scenic Route in Vogue Records. Killer album. So good. Nice. This is a jam-worthy album. You know, I've actually never heard of Conspire till about a week before the album came out. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I heard of them was because Garrett Russell did a a guest vocal spot on it. Yep. Mm -hmm. I forgot what's the name of the song. It's like the second song off the album. It's called Rescind. Yes. And it is a really good song. And this album is really good. I've, You know, you can't really compare them to anybody either. This is like... Very different. The only person <laughs> or band that I can think of, but even I feel like they completely change it in that form is being as an ocean yes, kind of. There you go. See, I knew you were gonna say that. Of course. Well, because but you can but hear still it's still very different. It is different. It's like them, but his voice is so I don't want to say it's a different voice, as in like it's just, you know, you know, me and yours voice are different, but like the way no, he express <laughs> the way he expresses his vocals i feel like is way different than joel cartuccio's of being as an ocean but it is that kind of music you're right yeah well they did i think they did a very good job of mixing everything because they had the like aggressive spoken word with the clean vocals and the unclean vocals and i think this is one of those bands that does that really well i don't think there are lots of bands that do that because normally they'll only be the spoken word mostly and then they might have an unclean vocalist behind them somewhere around there but to add in everything i think that worked very well for them but the only thing negative and it's not even really that negative it's just in vogue records has a certain type of band it seems that they like to go for and this works perfectly for them because when you've got hotel books and you've got being as an ocean you know all that kind of stuff it just kind of plays in a little bit together but i'm a big fan of this album i think it's really well done i think lyrically can be very depressing but then also very uplifting too because it tells you the things that you can do to be better if that makes sense Mm -hmm. i think they do a good job of that like you mentioned garrett russell does a great cameo in rescind and then also, once again, popping up everywhere, Ricky Armelino. Yeah, I think yeah. it's Armelino. Ricky Armelino. Yeah. Ricky Armelino of Century and This or the Apocalypse shows up on the track Row. So now he's on two great albums this year Famous yep. Last Words with The Incubus and this one as well. So, and and you, it's actually my favorite track off the album. Oh, there you go. By the way, no offense to him, we might have missed other tracks that he was on that we might have missed but i think he does a very good job with this i think it's a great mix i think well first of all by the way they are post hardcore melodic hardcore they're out of tampa florida i just i am a big fan i listen to this front to back i like this a lot i think yeah, it's a I bit, agree. yeah 
Very good In Vogue record band. I would like to see them do this live because I think they've got a lot of parts going on simultaneously. That'd be interesting mm-hmm. to see. But once again, I think, especially, I think this is their first full length. I think you're right. If we're not incorrect on that, I think this is a great step for them. And they only have the sky. You know what I mean? Like, they can go as far as they want to. Yeah, this is a great first album. I really hope this puts them on the map. And by the way, they do sound like an In Vogue band. But uh, being as an ocean actually isn't a part of In Vogue anymore. Yeah, I forgot about that. But I always assume that they are because me too <laughs> it took me a while after you said it i was like oh wait they're not anymore no that's but it's true in vogue definitely has like that vibe like hotel mm-hmm. books this kind of music vibe yes uh, even convictions is on there actually yeah. yeah that's very true but i at least say convictions is a lot different though they're more on the metalcore side of things see everybody yeah. jams this this is really good you know this is a new up-and-coming band and i think i highly 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 recommend this to anybody New guy, what'd you think? Oh, God. Ah! Rocking it. I don't know what to do anymore, man. <sighs> it's whatever, though. So, next album is Animals as Leaders, The Madness of Many on Sumerian Records. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I can already tell where this is going by the way you said now. <laughs> I have nothing against them whatsoever. They're very talented, instrumental rock, post-rock, whatever you want to call it. In order to be an instrumental band, you have to be talented because that's what they're focusing on now is what you're playing. For me, though, I just, I don't understand post-rock. I just don't. I don't know where I would ever play it. I don't know why I would ever play it. I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I need vocals. I need to be transported to a world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I need something to reach out to me. I need I can find passion. I know it sounds like a weird term, but I can find passion in a guitar solo. Mm-hmm. Like there's something about it. Like there are some guitar solos that you'll always remember for your entire life because how they hit you, because they have emotion. For me, anyways, for when I hear this, I hear no structure. And I don't hear a story being told. I agree. Now, I think they are telling a story. I think people that love post-rock, and I think the band, like Animals as Leaders that make it, are telling some type of a story. Do you mean post-rock or instrumental? I see them as one and the same sometimes. Okay. Because I guess, I don't know, do you call a symphony instrumental? No. Okay. So I guess there are different... I guess I lump everything... You're right. Yeah, I kind of lump everything together a little bit. But I know post-rock was something that came in recently because you have post-hardcore, you know. Now you have all these sub-genres of things. So post-rock is almost like you'd expect someone to be singing over it, but they're playing almost like a jazz band. That's how I feel, is that there's not a whole lot of structure in it. There's the musical taste or the musical feeling that goes into it of what the band is playing. I know this might not make sense to anyone, but there are certain people that just love post-rock, and they get it, and that's their thing. I cannot imagine going to see a post-rock show. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> I don't understand. You you just stand there? Yeah. I mean, it, it's the only way you can talk about this is the way you said it. They're very talented. <laughs> You know, I'm not going to say that it's bad music, but I will never listen to this. 
and it's nothing against them. It's just there's no I don't get any enjoyment out of hearing that. And even seeing it live, you know, just standing there looking at no vocals to me. And I don't want to say that I like a band only because of the vocals. Oh, yeah. And that's not true. It has nothing to do with that. It's just but if it's just, you know, instruments, it's just not. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't dig <laughs> it at to, all. Well, that's the thing. I don't I, know how to explain it without being insulting, because I don't want to be insulting, because right. I don't feel like it deserves it. It's good. It's 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 very talented stuff. It's just not something that I feel you would listen to. Maybe it'd be a good like a uh, thing in the background, for, like a commercial of a new movie coming out right. kind of thing, and it's like, oh, that sounds cool, but it's not something you like go jam out by yourself because you're feeling this or this. You know what I mean? You can't apply this to anything in your life because, well, at least to me, I don't think you can. There's not a mood that you hear that you put this on for. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's the key part of music is every band has a certain goes with a certain mood. And then whatever mood you're in, you know, you listen to that. I will never be in an animals leaders mood. (laughs) Right. Believe me, I can certainly try to be offensive with a lot of things. I am not trying to be anywhere near like offending them or people that listen to post rock it's just i don't get it i don't understand it i need a lot of times i need some vocals for me to connect and i was listening for this to hear any type of flow or you know any type of yeah I, i i couldn't find it so i don't know if it's just that my ear is not tuned for that i just i don't know so your ears are fine ian okay phew but yeah for anyone that this is your thing you'll very much enjoy this album for sure so we'll leave it at that how about that yeah we we shouldn't delve too much into this album to be honest new guy what's your opinion oh god I understand, man. That I like one was some... actually perfectly timed. That <laughs> was a good one. That one went great with it. Well, don't say one. He's he's sitting somewhere on tour. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I keep don't... forgetting he's there. That's so rude of me. That's. It really is because yeah, I'll meet him in the moss pit. Yeah, I totally understand. That's... You guys make me a better person. <laughs> so that was animals as leaders, the madness of many on Sumerian records. All right, so let's move on now to in flames with battles on nuclear blast records if you don't if you don't mind jackson i'll start this one uh it's it's whatever man you know i have no control over here i'm just i'm just a pawn in ian's little game oh isn't that right ian Uh, no when did that happen (laughs) i'm just kidding no man take it away take it away i've actually this is the first time i heard this band and stuff like that but i'm glad i got to hear really so yeah take it away all right well i mean just to go off of that this is their 12th album are you serious yes this is their 12th album not only that their singer anders so they're swedish metal oh really yeah anders the lead singer has been their vocalist for over 20 years now i've never heard of them in my life that's surprising i'm that's, not kidding okay that's very surprising <laughs> all right so are you serious all right well here's here's your homework now Again, wow, you have a oh, shit ton God. of stuff to do. <laughs> you really Heathers do. Heathers pump up the volume and now this? What's going on, man? You need to go listen to Clayman. It came out in 2000. Is that an album or yes. a song? Or? Album. Album called Clayman, 2000. And listen to Pinball Map and Only for the Week. At least listen to those two and then go through the rest of the album. 
but just so you can see what they used to be like. Because the change that I think now, look, I fell off for a long, long time. I have not listened to very many In Flames albums in a long time. It's not because I didn't like them. It's just because I just don't know what happened. I just completely fell off. But they seem to have changed a lot as well. Now, they've got the technical stuff down, obviously, because they're a progressive metal band, however you want to say it. But also, it seems to me like their lead singer is basically almost only doing clean vocals now. So yeah, they do like a weird kind of scream. It, it like It's technically screaming, but it's not... It's kind of like a shout. A little bit, yes. But mainly cleans. Now, if you go back to Clayman, it is not. He does a raspy not growl but a raspy scream throughout the entire album pretty much so i think that's what they used to go now i don't know when they switched over but so i think that's probably the biggest thing for in flames fans i would imagine so i kind of feel like we're talking out of our asses a little bit because you've (laughs) never heard of them before and i fell off of them for a long time but i enjoyed this album i thought this was a fun album to listen to I enjoyed it too. And I mean, <laughs> before <laughs> I should have done my homework coming into this, you know, I had in my mind, like, you know, this band is off to a great start. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you don't do any research? I usually do, but I did not know this band was old as shit. I really didn't. That's crazy to me, especially 12 albums. That's not just old. That's like, that's very old. Also, if you listen to Spotify, only for the week, which I mentioned before. Has, I don't do Spotify. You know this. You're a son of a bitch. Well, then you don't know. <laughs> what I like about Spotify is it tells me how many times people have listened to a track. Only for the week has been played 11 million times. Oh, wow. Yeah. So actually. So, big. so that's big. Actually, I'm going to play a little bit so you can tell the difference between the vocals. So now, let's go ahead. Kind of like a Parkway Drive kind of deal. A little bit. Now let's play a little bit of The End from Battles. Wow. So, that's a lot different. but Yeah, they've definitely progressed. But guess what, though? That was 16 fucking years ago though, the two different tracks that I played. So, of course, bands are going to change. There's no reason to think they wouldn't. But now, they sound a lot what I would call a Swedish metal band. Yeah, they sound just... I don't I don't think they get any subgenre anything. It's just, this is metal to me. I And now it's the soaring vocals as opposed to the... You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yeah. So it, It's kind of like a trivium. Yeah, a little bit. If you ask me. That's a good, that is a good call. And the question that I have is I don't know if fans of In Flames like this direction or not. I feel like if you were along, I mean, like like you said earlier, we're probably talking out of our ass here because we (laughs) haven't been with them for so long. But from what you just showed me, I feel like if you have been jamming them since the beginning, you probably are not a huge fan of this new album. It's a possibility. I'm going to have to talk to some people and see. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, me too. It's it's yeah. good. Now, 
I was recently asked, I think they're on tour right now with Hell Yeah. And I was recently asked from a listener, are you going to that show? And I would like to see In Flames live, but I don't know if I like everything enough with Hell Yeah to go see them live. Hell Yeah is pretty good. I don't know. It's not really my style. I seeing them. I mean, it's yeah, it's not our style, but they're not bad. First of all, we all know what bands I think are bad. I mean, I think we've gone over that. There's at least five in the scene. Don't say it. I'm not going to say it. We've gone a whole episode without saying it. We have. Fuck this shit. You can find me in the last pit. What? Oh, no. So, anyways, I would recommend people take a listen to this. If you like Swedish metal, I think you'll enjoy this if that's your style of music. Yep, I agree. So, once again, that's In Flames Battles on Nuclear Blast Records. All right, well, moving on to another oldest fuck band. Let's talk about Pennywise. Originally, I have not listened to Pennywise in a long time as well. I was like, wait a second. It's 2016. Are they releasing a brand new album right now? This doesn't make any sense. And then I saw the cover of Stand By Me. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, this is not a brand new album. So I took a look, and it turns out that this is a reissue of all their earlier recordings so it's tracks from a word from the wise and wild card ep and tracks from soul arc and whatnot so it's got the cover by black flag the gimme gimme and then benny king stand by me so it's a compilation of their old tracks i'm gonna be straight up i honestly didn't like the album i mean it's it's not a good not again. Um, <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I, I don't really enjoy it. But at the same time, I kind of do. It's really strange because it's like I feel like I'm in the dazed and confused era when I'm hearing this band, <laughs> especially <laughs> this album. Like it's kind of like that old like kind of Misfits feel kind of deal. Well, they started in 1988. They're one of the yeah. pioneers. They're yeah, punk and, pioneers. But like. See, that's why I want to say like I don't enjoy it, but I kind of do because I feel like I feel like I don't, wouldn't enjoy that now. But well, maybe when I like first got into this music, because like when you first get into this music, I honestly didn't pick up into bands like Dead Word Fart and stuff like that. I first picked up into like bands like Metallica and stuff like that. And I feel like if I was jamming music, if I was jamming Pennywise at that time, I would be a big fan. But right now compared to like all the other music we listen to it doesn't compete it doesn't stand up like i wouldn't catch myself listening to this but i really do enjoy the stand by me cover yeah i did too just because i also love that track yeah i mean the original the cover whatever it's hard to mess up that song no that's very true but i will say yeah i think the tough part is yes i would i would not go back and listen to this album again this compilation but i understand why they were so influential and I do like punk music, and I especially like seeing punk music live. I think that's a lot of fun. So, it is. So there are very, very many bands that took after Pennywise that you could always go see. And then this is just this is for the people that love the old school punk. You know, it's yep. fast-paced, not so heavy on the vocals, ability of the vocals, but it's fast-paced. It's like a no-FX kind of... Yeah, you're you're thrashing around, rebelling against whether it's your parents or the <laughs> government or whatever the fuck it is. Oh man, Days and Confused, man. That I swear that's what this reminds I me. I can't of. fucking believe that you've seen Days and Confused, but you haven't seen Pump Up the Volume 
or know I who Christian Slater is. Well, of course, it's a great fucking movie, but <laughs> you should know who Christian Slater is and be an enlightened Our person. definition of great movies are very different. Well, you like a lot of the shit movies that I do on Ian Hates Movies, so. I liked Suicide Squad. Did you see that they have a fucking extended edition coming out? Yeah, and that's ridiculous. More and more that. shit? Yeah. <laughs> and I know this is off, you know, topic and everything, but just so you know, because we are on Ian Hates right now. True. Uh, recommend you seeing Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw I Ridge. I just saw okay. Yeah, it's a movie that just came out Friday. I okay. don't want to be that guy that hypes something up so much, but oh, that's the best movie man. I've ever seen in my life. What? I'm throwing like I'm not kidding. When I walked out of that movie, just like, wow. Jackson, you've seen Donnie Darko before. I have. Yeah. So. Directed yeah. by Mel Gibson, by the way, and it's got Andrew Garfield in it. Oh, Teresa that's Palmer. that movie. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. Now I know you what know you're what talking, talking about. about. Now? Yes. Now I know what you're talking about. Yes. Go see that movie. Everyone go see that movie. I'm not kidding. Possibly. That, to me, that was the best movie I've ever seen in my life. No, not possibly. Cut that shit. Possibly. Go see that movie. <laughs> possibly. We already have the You Ian made me Hates listen movie. to Chaos, okay? Fuck this shit. You can burn me in the past. All right. I well, can before feel the salt like... forcing through my veins every time you press that <laughs> soundbite. It's not a soundbite. I mean, uh, every time uh, he opens his mouth. I'm so sorry. Man, I'm so rude. And you know what? On that note, too, to finish up with Pennywise and their album, which we didn't even, I don't even think we said it. We just said Pennywise. So it's Pennywise. So, yes, it is 1988 on Hardline Entertainment. That mosh pit stuff is stuck in my head now. And, yeah. it added, and I have only you to blame for that. Well, I have something to also show that people don't like you. So here's this. Since you get a good review in your magazine, well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous pose and want to be right or candy out pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! <laughs> Shove it up your ass, Jeremy! Shove it up your ass! So review that, Einstein! We did. We reviewed it. So that's that from, needs to be on every album review from I now think, on. I think we will be using that. So thank you very much, Pennywise for that little ditty there that came from their second-to-last track on that album called Don't Feel Nothing. Thank you. We will be using that, that's for sure. Somehow we always have tons of albums to review. Yeah, and these kind of came out of nowhere, too. The only one I actually knew was coming out that I was like kind of looking forward to was Conspire. No, very true. The other ones were like sleepers that when they came out, I was like, oh, that came out. But I wasn't, like, keeping up with it because I didn't know. Well, here's another one. Are you ready, motherfuckers? <sighs> Let's go! We are going to be talking. Uh-uh. Oh, I know. That's the best part of this. <laughs> so we are going to be talking about a band that was not on my radar because they are a German post-hardcore band. Their name is Anne is OK. So it's all one word, and it's A-N-N-I-S-O-K-A-Y. And they have a brand new album out called Devil May Care on SPV slash Long Branch Records. And yeah, I had never heard of this band before. I don't even know how I found them. But this new album came out last Friday. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, same here. Um, Again, way under the radar. I feel like we need to get this band on the show, to be honest with you. Oh, wait, are you like smitten? 
with this band? Yeah. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed this album, and I've never heard of them in my life. And I was even doing a little background check on them. They actually have an EP called Annie, Are You Okay? And yeah. it's them covering four Michael Jackson songs, which is really cool. But, mm. you know, other than that, this album, Devil May Care, is very good. I recommend everyone highly to check this one out. Like, seriously, which is the that one song? It's called Blind Something. I can't remember the second part of the name. To me, it's like the track that stands out the most. Blind Lane. Blind Lane. Okay, so if anyone is going to re- go into my recommendation, check <laughs> out Blind Lane and Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down. Those, to me, are my two favorite tracks on the whole album. But to be honest, the whole album is good. But I know that whenever you're getting into a new band, you kind of just you don't want to listen to the whole album, so to speak. You kind of just want to hear we that do. one track that really stands <laughs> out. Yeah, of course we do. But I, I really do recommend this album. It's really good. Uh, I can't. Who would you compare this band to? So I do have a little bit of a comparison. But before I get into that, I wanted to recommend Dominance. I like that track uh, yes. a lot. But I like this also, once again, front to back. It's funny. They're tough to pigeonhole, but their sound is not tough to pigeonhole, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it, I don't really know how to describe them. They're post-hardcore through and through, but they're a almost like a darker post-hardcore band. A post-hardcore band that's able to really set a tone mm-hmm. to the point where they're almost going into metalcore, but they're still in the post-hardcore realm. You know, I hate to use the cliches, but they're not reinventing the wheel with this album, but they are standing out in this very crowded... That's the best way you could have put it. Yeah, I think that's the way to do it. And with them, they do tracks sometimes where only their... Well, basically, only their clean vocalist, who also plays guitar, Mm -hmm. well, that's all you'll really hear. And then you'll hear the unclean vocalists a lot on another track. And then, so I'm not sure they just go by what they must be feeling like because they are not as balanced as something like Wolves at the Gate. You know what I mean? Right. But what I would kind of, and I, this might seem a little bit out there, but the band that I kind of relate them to a little bit, and it's based on the ambience and the atmosphere that they create with their music. I okay. I relate them a little bit to the band Trust Company. Okay. I can see that. But not in the way that because Trust Company's more rock alternative with a little mm. bit very little bit of post hardcore in it with the atmosphere that they create in their sound and I think that their clean vocalist sounds a little bit similar to the Trust Company lead singer as well. I agree. And and I hate to compare bands but I feel like to someone who's never heard of it, and let's say you're listening to the show, you know, you kind of want, a, you know, a, a vision in your head before you go look them up well, of, about, you know, what you're going to hear. You know what I mean? I think this is fun to do right now. Me too, yeah. Why don't I, we go I ahead like, and play a little bit of Blind Lane? Yeah. We are in line. We are and forgotten Let's leave it there for right now. 
because I would like to get more into this. But I think what you can hear from even that little bit is that they're very polished. Yes. For sure. And then you can hear a little bit of 30 Seconds to Mars in there, too. That's who I feel like I was thinking about when I first heard the album, and I completely forgot to bring it up today. That's kind of the vision I had in my head when I first heard it. Yeah, that makes sense to me. But they they are post-hardcore going in. So let's not confuse it as alternative rock because that's mm-hmm. not what this band is. But they change so much in the different tracks that you can mm-hmm. hear a little influences. Because you can hear some sepaternal influences from Bring Me the Horizon in here too. It's true. So there's definitely a bunch of stuff that they're kind of pulling from. But I can almost guarantee you that if someone was playing a random track from that album, I would know that it's them. I agree. Because, you know, like that song that we just played, that song is all cleans. That's the one but, that was one of the ones. it sounds like an alternative kind of song, but it's not. A, but they're not an alternative band. They have songs where it's way more unclean yeah, than like you know, the singing. And it's hard. And like, Dominance it's, gets it's rough. Dominance gets low. Like, yeah. They, they're they're very low. talented. Yeah. So, hey, look, if this is a band you really want on the show, we can try and make it happen. Germany's a little tough to get people yeah. to talk from there but maybe who knows maybe they'll go on tour at some point it was like I when feel i like they would be interesting conversation i oh, really do for sure. it's like when i talked to snow white's poison bite when i talked to mm-hmm. jeremy i had to get up at four in the morning <laughs> to do that oh, conversation <laughs> yeah so we'll see i'll do it for the show because i really enjoy this album so for anyone who's still on the fence you have to look this up it's Anne is okay a-n-n-i-s O-K-A-Y, Devil May Care, on SPV slash Long Branch Records. Because for sure, Jackson and I definitely enjoy this album. This actually, I really like the Conspire album for sure. This mm-hmm. is right up there. Yeah, and those are the top two albums to me. And since I'm such a huge mark for post-hardcore, it almost pushes it a little bit for me. You know, It's just the way I am. I love post-hardcore. I agree. What do you think, man? He's loving I was everything. About to answer. I was, li- <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? I already talked about it. When he- I was like, okay. He loved everything except for one band. So that's pretty good. It's a good first tryout for him. He's doing good today. I'll I admit that. I mean, I don't really like him, but. Wow. Way I can't to be like. Too much. Way to be upfront. I mean, how could I'm you. I'm real, man. Why are you questioning how much he loves music? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. What the hell? Yeah, come on, Jackson. Jeez. <laughs> Stop ganging up on our new guy. Yeah, you're right. I, I apologize, new guy. All right. Whatever. I'll let it slide this episode. Next episode, he better bring his A game, though. That's a guarantee. All right. So for upcoming albums, albums coming out on 11-18, we have, from what I saw, these are the three things so far anyways, and I'm sure we'll find more because we always tend to, Metallica, Hardwired to Self-Destruct, which is going to be self-released. Protest the Hero, Pacific Myth on Razor and Tie, and Enter Shikari live at Alexandria Palace. And I don't know if that's self-released. I'm not exactly sure who's releasing that. Interesting. So who knows? We might find another crazy post-hardcore or metalcore band that we've never heard of. Who knows? But at least for right now, those are the three we've got. Yep. You know what time it is. It is time for Breakdown from the Past. Oh, yeah. 
This is your wake up call! Get it together, let's go! All right, Jackson. I believe so that you don't fuck this up. We had okay. another <laughs> We had another listener submission for breakdown from the past for you, right? Yes, we did cuz see the fans care a lot. They really do. And they saw me struggling. They felt it. You know, <laughs> and they got tired of it and they got so tired of it that they're sending me bands to talk about. That's right. <laughs> I'm cool with it though cuz I enjoy it. I really do. So I'm going to start off with a quick shout out to Rob, who sent in his fan recommendation and breakdown from the past. Thank you very much. And you are very much appreciated. Everyone follow him on Twitter at Stop It Wob. (laughs) I like that. But anyways, the band that we are talking about is Trophy Scars. Now, Trophy Scars is quite the old band. Um, I actually used (laughs) used to listen to them when I first got into the scene and... I'm really glad he sent this in because I completely forgot about them. They're one of the first bands I started listening to. So wait. And you what, knew, what, what is it, Ian? What is it? You knew Trophy Scars, but not Christian Slater. Oh my gosh. Just, Are you just going to compare everything to Christian now Slater? Now that is a new thing now, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely is. That's another running gag for the show now. Go on, sorry. I broke your momentum. Anyways, my apologies. I know Trophy Scars, and I don't know Christian Slater. That was for Ian, by the way. But I remember jamming Alligator Alligators. Ah, there that you go. Song- See, I don't know what really this band you would consider them. They're not metal. They're not... What would you consider them? I think they started out like progressive post-hardcore. I think that's what they started as, and then they completely kind of made a bunch of changes folk a harder version of folk rock oh sure sure you see what i'm saying yeah that's a possibility now i don't think that was back then though no 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 no, no. not back then but i'm saying like how they are now or how they you know before obviously the but you know what i mean i feel like that's the direction they have and i actually like it yeah okay that's good i i really do enjoy their new sound they released an album i forgot what the name of the album was but it was in 2014 it wasn't too long ago i recommend everyone go check them out i really do it's it's very different but it's like really catchy it's kind of like that different feel you get when you listen to like bayside where it's like just a totally different sound that is kind of odd but it's entertaining and i feel like seeing a band like trophy scars live would be very entertaining. So I really do enjoy listening to them. I think the, I believe, the album's name is Holy Vacants is the last release. Yeah, that's what it was. I, yeah. It was, uh, I forgot, it was Vacant, some, or well, Holy, Holy Vacant, but yeah. all I remember was Vake. Because was you were thinking Vacancy by Bayside. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's funny how that all ties, doesn't it? Oh, all tied together. Well, yes, I would recommend them as well. I have not been as familiar with their recent stuff, but when I tried to listen to some of it, I definitely heard the changes that they made for sure because I was used to them being a post-hardcore, melodic, whatever you want to call it, band in the past. But anyway, yeah, thank you, Rob, for sending that in. Uh, Thank you. So I actually mentioned my breakdown from the past because... Oh, yeah, you did. I just noticed that. Yep. As soon as I made that comparison... With Anne is Okay, I went and I looked up Trust Company because I had not heard them in so long. 
I was a big fan of Trust Company and really, I would say mostly for their first album, The Lonely Position of Neutral. And that album is great. Now, this is alternative. I don't know. You wouldn't call this new metal. This is definitely alternative, leaning towards the ability to be, if this makes any sense, leaning towards the ability to be post-hardcore, but kind of walk that line where they weren't like a Chevelle. They were more like a dead poetic or a stutterfly. But I really enjoyed the lead singer's voice. I thought it was very well done. The clean vocals, Kevin Palmer did a very, very good job with that. And it was just one of those ones where you talk about creating an atmosphere and having a story go along with it. I always felt like they really captured you in like a moment when you were listening to the tracks. And each track was different until, unfortunately, you got to their second album. Their second album was called True Parallels. And that came out in 2005. The Lonely Position of Neutral came out in 2002. So they had those three years. But like I said, True Parallels kind of went with the name and ended up being very similar. Like they were trying to remake The Lonely Position of Neutral. So then they kind of went on hiatus. And then they came back for a reunion with Dreaming in Black and White. And that one wasn't too bad. But really... Nothing compares to the lonely position of neutral. So if you want to check this band out, like I said, they're on the same vein as a dead poetic or a stutterfly, somewhere around that kind of region. I think they do a very good job. So go ahead, check them out. They're not new metal or anything, as I mentioned before. You know, there's no worries there. I think that ends breakdown from the past. So just a note to anyone new or anyone that doesn't realize that we are now taking hater submissions for breakdown from the past it's really any band that is really no longer together you can like them you can dislike them whatever it is preferably like them that would probably you know be interesting because we're not going to listen to bad bands we're not going to listen to bands that we don't enjoy so if you like them send them along for a submission to breakdown from the past and we might be able to talk about them because i think that's interesting i like the idea of not letting music go to waste if that makes sense I agree. There we go. I think it's time to close out the show. Are you ready, motherfuckers? Uh, Let's go! Uh. See, Jackson, you can't even pretend. You are so happy. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Jackson, thank you very much for being on the show tonight. Thank you to all the haters out there that are listening. It would really help us out for you to take some time and go to iTunes and rate the show five stars and leave a comment because that is one of the biggest things that can help this show, no matter how many subscribers, whatnot. When iTunes thinks you're doing well, normally they promote the show and then you get even more people. So you want even more bigger bands to come on the show? That's how you do it. That's really how things work. So we're going to be running a competition slash contest. If you go ahead and you rate us five stars and you leave a comment within reason, we will read it on the show, you know, (laughs) within reason. But that would really, really help us out. You can listen on Stitcher, Google Play Music, and really any of the other major podcast listening apps. 
You can also interact with me, Twitter and Instagram at Ian Hates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates. And if you're a band or you just want to talk about music, you can email me, ianhates at gmail.com. Lastly, you can go ahead and stream and download every single episode of Ian Hates Music as well as Ian Hates Movies on ianhates.com. That has everything you need right there. Might be starting some new stuff soon enough as well. Maybe some written reviews, maybe some photography, a bunch of other stuff is possible. So I think that covers everything for me. Jackson, do you have anything to plug? Uh, and I also have a personal Twitter that Ian... Oh, and I also have an Instagram as well that Ian will have the link in the descriptions in this episode. And I suggest everyone follow me because I want followers. Anyways, <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you're new to the show, I hope you enjoyed it. And that's about all I've got. I'm signing out. Are those your final words there? You made me talk again after I signed out. So I signed in to answer you, but now I'm signing out. I'm, okay. Uh, Jackson signs out. Uh, peace. And uh, hey, buddy, what are your final words for the show? And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.